ladies and gentlemen, we got them. <laughs> Yo, all right, this is a couple hours late. Matter of fact, probably about half a day late, but uh, I'm still just up reading all this stuff, and it's just, it's got me giddy, so I figured I'd talk about it. Uh, so if you don't know, now you know, uh, Cameron Jarrell Newton, uh, 31-year-old quarterback, formerly of Carolina and Auburn fame, has signed to the New England Patriots. Uh, pretty much one of those things that made so much sense. It just never something that would happen. Um, I believe he was released around, I want to say a week, two weeks after Brady signed to Tampa Bay. Uh, something like that. Uh, around two weeks, I want to say he's released. Uh, we thought it was pretty much going to be like the same day that signing day and all this. Well, not signing day, but whatever it was that allowed Bray to go ahead and get out of there and allowed all those free agent moves to happen. Um, we thought that's when Cam was going to like get released, but Carolina, I guess, waited for a couple of weeks to try to find a trade partner. Um, and anyway, that, that whole story is very murky of what happened with that, but. It appeared that Carolina basically uh, messed over Cam, uh, which, you know, take the how you want to. I'm not here to argue with Carolina fans. However, um, that led to Cam essentially working out for the past, I think it was March. So that's June. So about three day, uh, three months uh, working out, I guess, contacting teams. Uh, you know, we all of those media reports, you know, we don't know how concrete that are that is, but it definitely appeared that Patriots had the most interest in Cam from Jump Street. And obviously, you know, people made that that whole thing grow legs because it was the most interesting media story. Uh but there appeared to always be some legitimate interest in there. Um I don't believe the Patriots ever drafted a quarterback, although they did take Brian Lewerke, who is if you watch Michigan State football, not good. Uh, but he is a <laughs> he's a Patriots type of guy, so I guess it made sense to have him as a developmental prospect. The uh, Patriots are always about like five moves ahead of everybody else. They're uh, the the if you watch anime, they're the Kisuke or horror of um of, of sports. They're always thinking a couple of moves ahead of everybody else, even on their worst days. Um, and even this move today was another example of them working ahead of everybody else. I guess they might have been alerted that what specific day or what days they are going to be hit with whatever their infarction is for having cheated again. And they coincidentally planned this news about minutes after the whole, maybe an hour at the most, uh, after this third round being taken away thing had dropped they came out with the camp getting signed news it's 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 all planned by them they are optimal at managing a franchise in the nfl and this is just another example of that they get what at what point was a top five quarterback well a top one quarterback at one point but i would say from 2011 to 2017 probably a top at worst top seven top eight quarterback I mean you got a factor in mind every time this dude's been healthy and um the franchise looked out for him he's been pretty decent I mean I'm more than decent just amazing to watch I fought his entire career uh in, in the in the you know to be transparent I am an Auburn fan I am a Cam fan I followed Carolina I was a fan of the franchise for the most part there was some nicks and bumps along the way that I wasn't privy to but I definitely was not a fan of how the front office treated 
his durability. Uh, a statistic I just seen before 2018, he missed he missed three starts over seven years, and this is one of those years he had a car crash. Like he was in a car crash that messed his back up for years, um, and he still played that and led that team to the postseason. I mean, that's who Cam Newton is. So, I mean, yo, this this dude, if it wasn't just for the, the beatings that they allowed, um, more so towards the end, like towards 2016 on, I mean, just still running him even with the piss-poor offensive line he had after 2015. And it wasn't like amazing 2015, but it was just dogshit after that. Um, you know, it might be a little bit NSFW, but, but what they allowed for him to take was just barbaric. And I think that's, uh, you know, I, I should segment this a little bit. But um, going from this point on, I would like to discuss what I think the Patriots, how the Patriots are good for Cam and how I think Cam's good for the Patriots. Those might be two more segments. But uh, just to close this one out, I really believe that people should should think about it like this. Cam... Even two years ago, like I'm talking 2018, coming off of um, an injury in in uh, I believe the, the the Saints game, something like that. He was he was he was messed up a little bit in the 2018 season, but he wasn't like the um, the shoulder cooked him in the 2018 season. I think it was the it was either the TJ Watt hit or I think it was against uh, I want to say Buffalo. It was a bad shoulder. It was like he went for a, a touchdown dive over somebody. I think he messed his shoulder up in that. Um, it's one of those two uh, moments. I, I, I know for a fact that T, if it wasn't, if the first thing didn't like, knock him out permanently, the TJ um, Watt hit definitely like took him out. At that point, he was done. Um, but before that, I think he was still a little bit banged up. I'm not sure. That, that may just be me giving fake news. But even in 2019, he was able to move around a little bit even after... The Panthers rushed him back too quick to play him in postseason. He messed up his ankle that uh, I believe had gotten a surgery done on something like that. Lens, Lens Fark, I believe. Uh, Frank, Lens Frank. Um, they rushed him back too quick for a postseason game and or a preseason game. And he was actually moving around against the Rams. The Rams very well. He had 300 plus yards in that game, uh, matter of fact. So that's that's very that's very big. I mean, uh, at best, 40% cam was moving around, throwing. There's a clip um, by Mina Kimes that she retweeted, not by her, but retweeted by her, that I might link in the bio here, uh, that he was moving around in the pocket very well without even being able to really move. Um, so let's get, to, let's get to the next segment, you know, let's, let's transition. All right, part two. Uh, how do I think that Cam benefits from the Patriots? Okay, so 2018, back to 2018. Played eight games relatively healthy. Um, six and two in those games. Came to the Steelers game. Got messed up. Shoulder got blown out. 2018, I don't honestly remember it perfectly well. But I do remember he had uh, some really, really big games. You know, we, we can pull it up real quick. But um, I got some statistics also that um, are very favorable. I need to kind of 
write these down. Um, you, you know, you guys are going to learn with me, you know, how to do a breakdown of an NFL player. Because uh, <laughs> I've done some breakdowns of, like, just general teams, but not, not NFL players too much. Um, I, have a, I have a really good statistic, though, that I think will, will help me prove a point. Uh, so we go to Cam in 2018, right? Total stats, not very good. Six and eight um, as a record. Uh, went 67.9%. This is the first North um, Turner year. Uh, West Coast guy. He had 24 touchdowns, 13 picks. Um, 2.8 percentage, which is pretty much a rating line of his career. Um, you know, it, it's about where it's at. 7.2 yards per attempt, which would be um, about in the middle of his career as well. Uh, adjusted, again, right in the, the about, about where he's at. Um, and the rest of the stuff didn't really f- jump off, really, it doesn't really jump off the screen, except that he had his second highest QBR of his entire career, aside from obviously 2015. And it's only by about 5.2 points, which is, in my opinion, very big, considering the fact that, like I said, he only played half the year health. Sister eight, yeah, exactly half the year healthy. Um, took his fewest sacks, which, I mean, that goes to show you he was throwing the ball away a little bit more because the, you know, the offensive line. If you've seen last year, <laughs> offensive line isn't any better than it was five, seven years ago. Uh, it's worse than ever, mind honestly. Uh, and net yards per attempt. It was actually very high, 6.36, at least for him. It was in the higher rung of his career. Um, You know, take that how you may. His sack percentage was the lowest it has been his entire career. Um, You know, he was very smart. I mean, this was a very smart year. And if you even listen to Belichick talk about Cam, it's very, uh, very favorable. And maybe that's influenced by how, you know, uh, Cam played against the Patriots. But, I mean... Belichick is a student of the game, period. Like, he's somebody that follows everybody, not just, you know, who are we playing, you know. It's a, he follows everybody. He knows the game more than just about any other career could possibly know. The, any other coach could probably know the game. So I'm, I'm looking at – I got the game log pulled up, and I'm just going to list off some, some of the games I'm looking at right now. So uh, Dallas, I remember watching that game. It's kind of a sluggish, like, you know – very remedial in terms of offense. Uh, Carolina won 16-8. I think uh, that was a very rush-heavy game for Carolina. I know Cam looking at it right now at 13 rushing attempts, which went directly against what they said they would do with them that, in that um, that season, but it is what it is. Uh, Atlanta, amazing game by Cam. They ended up in a loss, 32-45, of 71%, uh, 335 yards. Uh, I believe he had, let me look at the TDs. He had three TDs overall. He also had 42 yards on the ground. Uh, only five attempts at that time. Cincinnati, I mean, these these are teams like, Cincinnati was not a good team. And they only won by 10. And he had another very high percentage day. Um, and you can kind of see the yards that this these were more of Norv's dink and dunk. Um, you know, his his paw print was on the game uh only 6.25 yards per attempt adjusted 7.92 uh he also had 10 rushing this game but he had two touchdowns on the ground so i mean these 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 are very you know for somebody going into an entirely new career 
uh, 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 offense. These are very, you know, decent first few games. I mean, Dallas had a great defense. Uh, Atlanta was only one year removed from the Super Bowl run, maybe two. Uh, I think two years removed from the Super Bowl run, so it's still a very talented team. And that was in Atlanta, by the way. Um, New York Giants, yeah, they're Giants, you know, they are what they are. <laughs> 2018, they weren't much better than they were last year. Uh, but he did have a good game. He had a couple picks, which, you know, uh, you know, it is what it is as far as that goes. Pretty solid game, I would say. Uh, Washington, this was a choke, I believe. I think they were up early in this game, and they choked that one away. Or I may be thinking about last, I am thinking about last year with Kyle Allen. Um, 17-23 loss to Kirk Cousins, I believe he was there at that point. Uh, Philadelphia, this was a good game by him. 25-39 for 269 yards. Um, you know, pretty favorable game. Now, Baltimore, this, you know, it's a Tampa Bay game too, but relative to who they were playing, this was the peak of Cam's uh, Carolina season, really, as far as uh, offense went. Um, a lot of triple option, I remember. Like, I just watched some highlight clips of the game, so I remember it pretty vividly. A lot of triple option. Uh, a lot of um, sidelines, a couple deep bombs in this game. Uh, a lot of what we would come to see as far as getting McCaffrey involved. Um, this was a really good performing uh, performance. I think I, I think Norv was there in 2017. And I think about it. I may be wrong about that, but um, I remember they threw him to McCaffrey line in uh, 2017 specifically against the Saints. Um, but I just say to say that 2018 is last healthy half of a year. I mean, you look at this, he didn't have that many picks. Like, yeah, and we're just cutting off at Tampa Bay. At Tampa Bay, to this point, he had four picks against three, five, seven, nine, eleven. 13, 15. So he had four tu- four picks against 15 touchdowns. And uh, including rushing, I believe they'd be another four. So about 19 to four. Um, that's very good, in my opinion. That's just, I mean, 19 touchdowns, four picks. Uh, somebody that was a little bit banged up in a, in a new offense. Um, I think that's pretty good. Uh, I, and I mean, again, we're talking about like, you know, I think he had Curtis Samuel, who was hurt off and on this season. DJ Moore, who's whose entire career is hurt uh so so i mean hey you know pretty good um and this was not this was not a good carolina defense anymore by the way i mean uh, 21 points came up to cincinnati 31 to atlanta 31 to the giants 23 to watch this isn't a good defense anymore uh they lamar came in and, and lit them up in the uh, baltimore game this is like first extended play lamar jackson not current lamar jackson 28 years of the tampa bay i mean this wasn't a good defense by any means um so I just said to say that a lot of what worked with Norv, the throwing to the running backs, the throwing intermediate, the improved intermediate passing, um, the sideline passes, uh, the velocity he puts on sideline passes is very reminiscent. Of, I don't think he has as much of a good changeup as Brady does. Brady's one of the best changeup. I'll give him that. He's amazing changeup. But Cam has a, a fastball that's better than Brady's, in my opinion. Uh, he doesn't have a good changeup on it. But fastball, as good as you'll get. Um, and they do have Sanu as a good tall receiver, which is good for Cam. Uh, but Cam also did have a little bit of success with shorter guys, uh, at least earlier in this career, uh, especially. I mean, Smitty worked out well. Corey Brown was great for him. 
he was decent going to Ted Ginn, who I believe is like 5'10, 5'11, I believe. Um, short guys did work from Brenton Burson. Uh, he put it on the money to Brenton Burson. Brenton Bur- Burson uh, was not good. Uh, Kalen Clay even made that dude work, who was horrible and cost him the game against uh, the Saints. Well, absolutely horrible receiver. But the point is, he has had some success on the shorter guys. Uh, so, you know, I mean, I still think CT Edelman, uh, ground beef brain Edelman is still viable. Um, who else do they have there? Nikhil Harry. He's more of like a slot guy, too. Nikhil Harry and uh, I think Curtis have some very similar um, attributes. So that, that could work out very well if Nikhil isn't a bust. I mean, I've, I've heard Nikhil this, Nikhil that since he made it to the Patriots. But, I mean, he didn't do anything last year. Uh, so, I mean, just keep that in mind. But... I'll link this uh, this thing I have here. Um, this tweet pulled up. Essentially, what it says that before Cam got hurt in 2018, he was last in deep throw rate, which is deep throw. Pause. Deep throw. Deep throw rate. Um, throw. But he was seventh in adjusted completed percentage. That's that's big. Uh, 15 to four TD ratio. What I painstakingly went and counted uh, and had the third best sack percentage he was very smart with the ball do not let these assholes tell you otherwise he was smart with the ball in north's system he just had a piece of shit before north have him throw either he'd run the ball he'd throw it like 25 yards down the field minimum every play he had no chance. I can't tell you how dumb Mike Show's offense was. And Cam took that to multiple playoff runs. Multiple. 2013. I think we're, what, uh, fucking 12 and 4? Um, something like that. 12 and 4 in the, in the regular season? I mean, they played against prime hardball Niners. I think that's where they got matched up in the playoffs. You're not beating them. And that was Cam's first postseason run. You're not beating them. Uh, 2011, uh, all-time great rookie year. Uh, I know now it's look a little bit different. Was, uh, you know, I mean, fucking motherfucking uh, Kyler Mar- Murray comes in with Larry Fitz, uh, Christian Kirk, Mia Isabella. I mean, <laughs> Mia Isabella. Uh, what's that dude's name? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know his name. Uh, but shout out to that dude. Um, and all these other guys. I'm like, you know, all these people. Like, I'm like. That's a crazy offense. Like, Cam has Smitty and, like, reject Greg Olson. That's that's all he had. So, I mean, just keep that keep that in mind. Um, so, going from there, it's time to go to the next segment, which is how Cam benefits those guys. Okay, this is going to be probably the shortest part, the shortest segment uh, that we work on today. Uh, but it's going to be more, you know, less abstract based and more just, you know, factual. How do I think um, Carolina, or fuck my bad, I'm sorry, New England. Uh, how I think that New England will best benefit from Cam, which is really the thing that like a lot of people at this point, I think a lot of people at this point are more, how did the Patriots succeed and how does Cam succeed? And while it may seem like those two things are inextricably uh, connected at this point, they're not. I mean, you could have a franchise do well and have the quarterback not. Uh, look at <laughs> the Patriots last year. Um, 
so I think that I think this actually is a situation where both sides can benefit um, quite a bit. Um, I look at the way that the Patriots operated last year. Now, let's start with this. The talent is not much better than it was last year as far as receivers go. Um, I don't have a depth chart pulled up, but their top three I've seen across the board is Edelman, Sanu, and Nikhil. And that is not good. That's not good. And leading tight end, I believe they have this dude named Matt Lacoste, who I don't know who that is. And they also have this dude that everybody seems to hype up, Devin Asiasi. I a lot of people talk good about him, but I don't know who Matt Lacoste is. I've never heard that name before in my life. Uh, so their receiving talent is horrible in, in New England. It's, it's dog shit. But it's not the worst that Cam Newton has played with. I told you earlier, this guy played with Corey Brown, Jericho Cotchery, and Ted Gear. Now, that's not... I would say that's comparable to, to what it is here. Now, at one point... They had, in 2017, they traded uh, Benjamin, who was ass. Um, they had Funches, they had Kalen Clay, they had Brenton Burson, and then Hurt beat up Greg Olson. I'm not going to count tight ends, but the receivers, those receivers. And that year, Christian McCaffrey had 80 receptions, leading receptions, and led by receptions by 17 yards. 17? Uh, 17 receptions, my bad. 17 receptions. Uh, Russell Shepard also was on that team, if you know who that is. Curtis Samuel also was, but he literally had, like, two big games the whole year. He was hurt almost the entire year. So, let's parallel that into what the Patriots gained from their new acquisition. So, first off, looking at receiving core, more than just receivers, because... Honestly, based on what I'm seeing, it's going to be more than receivers. Uh, so you have the aforementioned receivers. You have Damian Harris, who is good. He was good at Alabama. He's very good. He could do everything. He was in a very stacked running back chart. The guy they went to in the postseason more than anybody else, uh, as I remember. He was the guy that ran the hardest for them against Clemson. He was their best player against Clemson. Um he was the guy that did it all for them in that game as much as they have gotten done. I think they got got off early a little bit, um, but they, they Damian was the best-looking player uh, overall in that game for Alabama. Uh, James White, who had 72 receptions. That's a lot. 72 receptions. That's quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> and when I think about what they want out of this, it's going to be a very, in my opinion, very ball control offense. Uh, BBB never lost ball control offense. They had dra- apparently drafted two tight ends. I saw on here two tight ends. Yeah, I don't know where I saw that, but I saw two tight ends. So we're going to say two tight ends. Um, <laughs> so they got two tight ends, which if you've watched um, Carolina, that's something that's been very big for Cam. Tight ends have been very, very important for Cam. I'm still trying to find a tight end. Um, if you go to 2015, which I have pulled up right here, the seventh leading reception guy uh, was Ed Dixon with 17. He had one less than Mike Tobert, who was a Swiss Army type of dude. But those are very big receptions for Kim. 17 is very big. Um, 
Greg Olson, who was a, a tight end, um, had 77 receptions that year, which is a lot. Um, but listen, he had 33 more receptions than Ted Ginn, who was number two. That's a lot. Um, he had 33. That's crazy to think about. 33. 124 targets. Uh, Ed Dixon had 26 targets. Tober, who kind of played a little bit of everything, he had 23 targets. That's a lot for ancillary guys. These aren't any receivers. And, and there's not many systems that still have those guys. Um, I mean, he's like closer. Ed Dixon was like a traditional tight end. I mean, uh, Olsen could do a little bit of both. And Ed Dixon, I mean, Tober was like kind of like fat. So, I mean, like these are two husky guys getting used like that. But that's something that the Patriots love to do. Um, hybrid guys, that's something they're cool with. Uh, Dalton Keenan, I see Austin with the tight ends that the Patriots got, by the way. I see Austin was very talented, um, from what I figure, from what I hear. So, I mean, that's cool. Two talented tight ends. Uh, probably a lot of two tight end sets. A lot of two back sets. Um, maybe even some, you know, one tight end on the line, one tight end fullback type of things. Um, but these are things that Cam has played with succeeded with in uh, traditional older sets. I mean, Olsen, Dixon, Tobert in the in um out blocking for Stewart or um D'Angelo Williams. I mean this is very reminiscent, you know, this is something that he's very used to. I think it's gonna be a lot of uh wanting the the quarterback to be you know, I don't think I don't think they'll abuse Cam as far as from the ball. I don't believe they'll do that. But I do think there'll be some, you know, three yards. We need to get that. We need to, we turn up clock. They're gonna love that of Cam. They're gonna love that. They're gonna love the um the fastball, like I mentioned earlier. They're gonna love the ability to do some more play action and you know make it more, just have more ops off the play action. I know that uh with all that running they'll be doing, the play action has got to be something that, um becomes pretty much like they're run they're passing I don't I don't want to say like their norm but I mean that's something I could see I mean that's something that here you know uh Auburn did a lot of uh play action with, with with Camp too and it gives him the rollout um I'm not saying he can't run like a full field but he's somebody that has to see it when the ball came out quick and he had less reads. That has been Cam at his peak just get the ball out quick and let's just keep on going. Let's just let the offense run through his head. Let's just make sure that he's not thinking. He's just going, he's just going, he's just going. That's the best cam you see. That's the best cam we've ever seen. Hurry up, no huddle. And maybe the pace, the clock may not match that at that pace. But the Patriots did just the just that that, that Cam did at Auburn to hurry up and um, you know, kind of send the clock, but hurry up, make sure that you see the whole offense. You know, maybe we'll flash back to the sidelines, but we'll have the play call going just in case. A uh, selective pace, that's something the Patriots were one of the first teams to do successfully in the NFL in this recent era. So, I mean, that's a, that's a match made in heaven, in my opinion. Uh, deeper arms so we can kind of see more of... Um, more of... I think, I think Harry benefits a lot more from a healthy camp than Brady. Um, I don't think Brady had it in him to stretch the deep like that anymore. And Harry seems to me to be a burner. Um, I think Sanu is somebody that could be uh, a Funches type for a Cam. Uh, throw it up, high point it. Uh, and Sanu got to come down and get that thing, you know. It's just something he got to do. Uh, Edelman is where I'm kind of sketchy on because 
Last time we saw, I mean, I guess you could say compared to maybe Curtis, but Curtis' uh, ability to go up is very underrated. I mean, Curtis, his radius is is big. He has he has an underrated ability to jump. Uh, he's also a burner, of course. Edelman doesn't have that level of speed to him at his best, but especially now, uh, he's more of a shifty guy. So I guess you have to kind of compare him to... Um, I guess if I had to compare to anybody, it wouldn't even be Corey Brown. Corey Brown's the speed on him. I guess Burson would be the most accurate guy. Burson had some successful times at in Carolina, if I can find him real quick. Uh, Brenton Burson. He had uh, a couple good games in 2015. He didn't really get too much burn then. Uh, 2017, he got some burn here again, didn't he? Or am I smoking dick? I'm smoking dick. Okay, cool. Um, but he got, <laughs> I think he got used in 2014. But I don't want to pull up 2014. That's just depressing to see. Uh, but yeah, you know, Cam got Brent Burson involved, and that's that's a lot. That's saying a lot. Uh, so to to summarize, really what I'm saying here, and this I know this is a longer episode, but you know, you gotta stay with me here. Uh, I think that a Cam's gonna benefit from having even more of uh, focus on his intermediate ball. I don't think his deep ball is as good as it used to be. I think his posture will get a lot better being trained under McDaniels. Uh, McDaniels is going to make you very sound. He's going to impress it onto you. And while Cam's been improving that constantly for the past couple of years, I think it's only going to go up another another notch. I, I really do believe that. Um, I think you'll get to see more uh Maybe not better. I, I I don't. The offensive line can't be worse than it was in Carolina. It should be better protection, I would hope. Um, but definitely just smarter, like ability to use him. I mean, I just don't think Carolina ever used him a smart way. No one had a bad offensive line. I don't think they ever protected him from. Like, let's just say, get the ball out quick. Get the ball out quick. That's there wasn't enough of that until 2017, 2018, really, uh, in Carolina. And you know, it's a damn shame. That's just how it was. Um, there will be a lot more, uh, kind of similar to 2013 where they played through the defense a lot. Uh, Cam wasn't quite as good as he was in 2015, but he was opportunistic. He protected the ball well. He made sure that the defense never got, um, overmatched, which I don't think that, um, Brady had a good job of. The defense did a lot last year. Uh, they wanted to do that much, I feel like, with, between Cam, a couple more running options. Um, and just probably a, a, a more a more expensive scheme. I mean, I think it's gonna be a lot a lot of versatility there, a lot of moving pieces. Um, Ozzy Ozzy could probably play in the the uh, fullback role a little bit, uh, and kind of play the Dixon not Dixon but uh Tobit role where you can see him do a wheel out of the uh, flat. Uh, you could see some triple option, which would be very big. Uh, Harry ran triple option a little bit in college. Um. And Harris, you know, I think I think Alabama used him in quite a few different ways in 2018. Uh, so he should be used to some of that. James Wiseman done pretty much everything you could possibly do as a running back at this point. It's going to be some really, really funky systems. Uh, we're going to see a lot of auxiliary pieces used in ways we haven't really seen uh, with Cam there. I can't wait for it. I hope that you enjoyed this little breakdown. Uh, I did the best I could. Uh, and maybe I could improve a little bit. So just let me know if I could do better next time, how I could do better next time. Uh, leave a comment. Share this if you enjoyed it. All of that hubbub. Uh, peace. Let's go, Cam.